going on, everybody? Once again, this is Christopher Thomas from Inside the Hash. I'm here with another exclusive interview. Today, I sit down with 2022 draft prospect and captain from the University of Arkansas, Grant Morgan. Grant talks to us about his decision to go to Arkansas, the experience of being on the same team as his brother, Drew Morgan, him becoming one of the team captains, and his time during the SEC. Let's dive right into the interview. So, Grant, uh, being born and raised in Arkansas, how important was it for you when you decided to, you know, stay in-state and uh, play football for the University of Arkansas? Yeah, so uh, first off, I was raised there. I wasn't born there. I wish I would have been, but I know uh, I um, to be able to play at Arkansas, to do the things, to be able to say we accomplished the things that we did, um, it's just – it's a dream come true for any kid that grew up watching the Hogs and watching everyone like Darren McFadden, Peyton Hillis, big-name guys play at Arkansas. Um, it's just a dream to be able to say that you're a part of that group now and you said that you did things at Arkansas and you played there and you ran through the A. Um, it, it means a lot, especially to kids like us. That just shows like anybody can do it. Um, I hope I'm somebody that people can look up to and say, listen, like if he can do it, then I can do it. So uh, I'm glad I got the chance. I'm glad I took took advantage of it and did exactly what I did. So take me back to freshman year. When you first got on campus, uh, what was that experience like for you? Yeah, um, freshman year was awesome. Um, I redshirted. So um, it was kind of more of a learning experience. I got to learn everything, learn exactly what to do, how to how to handle yourself. Um, I would say 100% it was just a learning experience for me. Um, I think the, the one thing I, I did and I took advantage of is I, I really – uh, dove into the old heads in the group like Dre Greenlaw, Brooks Ellis, um, Josh Williams, guys who were playing there and doing things for that group. And I really learned a lot and be able to kind of say, like, this is what they did to be successful. That's what I needed to do. Um, so Fayetteville was a fun place. I had a lot of fun for freshman year, um, made a lot of great friends. Um, so being able to just say, like, that freshman year is what made me who I was today because of those guys around me. And uh, you said you reached out to, uh, you know, the people that's already been there. But uh, one person in particular, um, your older brother, uh, Drew Morgan, was a, was a former wide receiver for the school. Uh, how, how often did you reach out to him in terms of advice in regards to the football program, the university, the, uh, the classes, pretty much everything about Arkansas? Yeah, um, I probably didn't reach out enough to him um, because we're – we're, we're very similar, but we're very different at the same time. So we, I was on the same team as him, actually, my registered year. So I got to play with him. I got to watch him, uh, how he led the team, how his, his energy really pushed the team. Um, he demanded so much of the offense. Um, it helped me be able to say, listen, when I'm in that role where people listen to me and people that look to me and look up to me, like I want to be able to be a guy that can be a spark plug for them, be a guy who gives them energy. Um, and that was one of the aspects I took into my game is from my brother and but I definitely should have probably reached out more. Um, at that age, I was stubborn. I was a freshman, think I could figure things out on my own. Um, but um, I definitely learned a ton from just watching him. And I think people around him really, um, they, they loved being around Drew. So I think that was one of the big, big things that I could really, um, I learned from and showed how he treats other people. Um, that, that was one of the things I learned a lot from that year. I mean, hey, um you eventually turn into a player where, you know, everybody gravitates towards you. I mean, you did get elected to be captain. So the first year when you got elected to camp captain, uh, what was your uh, initial reaction? Yeah, uh, that was th that first year. I was actually, um, that was the biggest like jaw drop for me. Uh, that's the biggest honor for me. 
um, I was, I, I walked on. So like I was given a scholarship or I earned a scholarship and that was a really big honor, but earning the captain role was such a big honor for me. It was bigger than being a walk on um, because that's 120 other guys or 119 other guys that vote for me to become a captain. Like that's a really big honor. Um, scholarship, all it has to be is the head coach who believes in you. Uh, when you have 119 other football players who are willing to lay their, their, their bodies down the line in the, every game, uh, vote for you to be a captain. I think that's, that's a really big honor to me. And that's definitely something uh, to be able to say I'm a two-year cap, two-time captain. Um, that just shows right there. Like um, I respected the hell out of every one of my players, our players on our team. And so I know they respected me. I'm glad they saw everything that I gave for the team. And I know that they gave everything they could too. So to be able to be a captain, that's just a huge honor for me. Yeah. When you got the captain role, did you always felt like you was a natural leader or like, was it something like when you was elected captain, that was something that you felt like you had to add, you know, towards that? Um, no, I, I think I was a, a natural leader. I think you definitely can learn to lead. Um, but I think I've just been able to be in the, the spot to be a leader growing up. Um, and I think I, when I became a captain, I think people realized like, no, he deserves to be that because he's been leading every single year that he's been on there. Um, I don't think you have to be a starter to lead. I don't think you have to be an all American to lead. I think you have to just have, have it inside of you to want to be a leader and want to do right. Um, and the greatest aspect of being a leader is you have to be consistent. And I think that's what I've done the past five years of being there at Arkansas is I'm a consistent guy. I'm the same guy every single day. Um, and that's just how it goes. Like, I don't think a leader can be guys who go up and down and get, get all pissy one day. And then they're super happy the next. I think guys that they looked forward to and look forward to seeing every single day, cause they know they're going to give in good work every day. So, um, that's, that's the type of leader I've always been and the type of leadership I continue to go be during my captain uh, when I was voted for it. So playing in the SEC, everybody knows that the SEC is probably the gold standard when it comes to college football. From a, just from your perspective, going against like teams like Alabama, Ole Miss, uh, how was that experience for you in terms of shaping you into a better football player? Yeah, um, I think – Iron sharpens iron, right? That's the quote. So I think what's crazy about this is like when you when you look at guys going to the NFL and you look at guys and you want to see who can play in the NFL, like you go look at the NFL, it's majority SEC players. Um, you got guys that we've played against this year that are all going to be in the NFL. Um, it might not be this year. It could be the next year or the next. But we have guys like I can use, for example, Evan Neal, who's going to be a first round, if not the first lineman taken off this draft that like, I played against, I hit him probably 20 times in the game. Like we just, that's just, that made me better. It made him better because he probably hasn't seen a guy who played the game like I did. Um, so it's just, it's just how the SEC rolls. That's playing Matt Crowell every single year. It's playing a guy that's going to be throwing the ball 60 times like a Mississippi state quarterback every other year. So it's cool to see the different type of SEC games. Cause you're going to see them in the next level, but it definitely makes you better. Um, I think the guys that come from the SEC end up playing and figuring out how to win and be successful easily because they know that's what you have to do week in, week out in the SEC. Um, but it's been great to play the SEC. I wouldn't have won it any other way. I, what's crazy is being a walk-on, I got to choose it. I got to choose to play in the SEC. So um, I'm, I wanted to do be here, and I wanted to be able to say, look, I can do this. So And that's what I did. So I'm glad I chose it. Yes, yeah, so speaking of, the SEC was pretty much on uh, center stage for the college football championship between uh, Georgia and Alabama. So just a uh, quick thought. So what, what were your thoughts about that game? I think if anybody had any bad talk about that game, I think they're not real football fans. I think finally we had a defensive game 
in the state in the finals in the national championship. Only had a defensive game, and people were all whining about, oh, well, their offenses aren't doing good. The play calling's bad. No, we just they have great defenses in the SEC. Like that's what it is. Twenty years ago, you turn on SEC, and that's what it was. So it's it's cool to see that again and see that on the big stage. So um, I'm actually proud of Stetson Bennett because um, I got to meet him, hang out with him at the Burlesworth Trophy Award, and he he's an awesome guy. Um, I'm so glad he won it. I was rooting for him the whole time. So I'm glad Georgia won it, and he he got some revenge on Alabama. So it was, it was awesome to see that game and how it unfolded. But uh, but you guys had a bowl game if you're on the, the Outback Bowl against uh, Penn State. Uh, you guys won 24 to 10. So uh, if you had to grade your performance in particular and then grade overall how you guys did as a team, uh, how would you grade yourself? Yeah, um, I personally think I, I played very well. Um, I don't think I was blocked one time. I think I destroyed blocks very well. Um, I made tackles well um, when it was called. A lot of the times they weren't running towards me. Um, and if they did, it was um, it was just they were trying to double up double up to me and climb up to me and I would just get around it or make through it. So I thought I played a very well game, very clean game. Um, I think if you turn on the film, you say this kid, he knows exactly where the ball's going. He, he knows how to play hard. Um, I thought I played well. Um, I wouldn't say it was my best game statistically, um, but when you have a defensive swooping like we did, like and when you want to have a good group of players playing that way, um, you want 20, 30 guys having tackles. You don't want one guy having 25, 30 tackles. So we played exactly how we wanted to. Um, they got some things early as a whole. They did Clifford, Sean Clifford's a good quarterback. Like they have a good team at Penn State. So um, it's it's cool to see that what we did in the second half and we kind of just take, took control of the game. And um, as a defensive whole, we played very well. Um, we we uh, minimized the, the long yard, like the explosive plays. Um, we took away their run game. So it was it was a fun game. It was a fun way to end the season and just end with a bowl. If we would have went, if we would have won the game 53 to 52, um, I would still be just as happy just because we won the game. So at the end of the day, I'm glad we did good as a defense, but it was fun to be able to end, end my career like that, and especially with a win. Absolutely. And uh, even though your career as a college football linebacker comes to a close up, a new one begins as a potential NFL linebacker. So what are some things that you still like, you feel like you need to work on as a player for the next level? Yeah. Um, I think a lot of my time is I get too eager. Um, I get too eager and it gets me, it scoots me up towards the line. I think I know the player. I try to get into it and it kind of sucks me up to the line. And it's not as much I need to work on block destruction. It's more of I'm taking myself out of the play um, when I do that. And I think that's the one thing in the NFL when they, they have backs that can see the holes really well. I need to be able to have more patience sometime and be able to say, listen, like, do your job first, but then have patience to be able to make another play after doing your job. Sometimes I'd, I would get impatient and be able to try to do my job and try to go do it real quick. Um, another thing is we didn't do a lot of man coverage um, for the linebackers. So I think one thing that I could work on is just man coverage, not because I'm bad at it, but more of the fact that I just we didn't do it that much. Um, so that'd be something I'd like to work on a lot, um, which I have been here in Tampa where I'm training. So it's been it's fun to be able to say, like, that's that's an aspect I'm I'm not I'm not sufficient or insufficient in. I'm just more of we just didn't do it that lot. So I'm that's some, that's two things right there. Yeah, especially on the next level when you're guarding like you know these tight ends like the Kelseys, the uh, T.J. Yeah. Hawkinsons, the uh, Kyle Pitts. So in regards to all of that, in terms of watching film, what film in particularly of players do you watch to like you know what this is something I need to add to my game of? Okay, he's able to uh, get off this block. Okay. 
what he's able to do in man coverage. Okay, this is something I need to like, you know, practice on. So in terms of film, who do you watch? So like, you know, yeah, um, in the NFL, more specifically, it's crazy because um, I've been watching him since college. Um, Dre Greenlaw is one I like to watch because he's really he's not super tall. He's not he's he's a fast linebacker. Um, but the way he plays is so instinctive. Um, he he's twitchy. Um, and that's what I want to be. Cause like, that's what I am. I'm instinctive. I'm twitchy. Um, the way he flies down towards the line of scrimmage is something that's just, it's, it's just insane to watch him fly around and make plays. He's been doing that for five years, um, from college when I met him and to now in the league. So, um, another guy, obviously Darius Leonard, um, he's, he's a stud. He's a guy who can play anywhere. He can cover anybody, and he can also just – he runs and makes plays. Like, you don't ever count him out of a play no matter where he is lined up on the field. Um, another guy, um, also another 49ers guy, Fred Warner. He's a guy – he can also – the way – like, when I talk about man coverage and things I don't do, you can line him up on anybody. Um, he's a guy who's been doing it for a while in the league as well. Um, and he kind of uses his frame. He gets in front of people a lot and be able to catch the tight end so it doesn't put him out of bad position throughout the whole time. So – um, those are three good linebackers right there. They've been making a lot of money in the league and, and based on their skills and how they use it. And they're all three different when you watch them all. Um, they play different, but they're successful in how they do it. So it's cool. Like I can use some of the stuff they do, but just still make it unique to myself because I'm not anywhere near the same as them. Um, but I want to be as successful as they are. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, back in 2020, uh, the entire, not just the entire football landscape, but just the world period was affected by uh, COVID-19. For you in particular, how did it impact you and uh, your preparations in regards to the seasons? Yeah. Um, for me, what it what it made me feel like, because I was already um, – I was pretty much already done with school going into that fall. I had already had my master's in my pocket. So I was kind of just playing football. So it made – the preparation kind of changed where I was a professional football player already. Um, we were all at home. A lot of the, a lot of the kids in our, on our team didn't have cl in-person classes. So it made it feel like our job was football and that was it. And that's the first time as a student athlete, that's what it felt like. So um, I'm glad we got that opportunity to be able to say, look, like we know what it's like to be able to just focus on football and to be able to say, Hey, we have the only thing today on our agenda is going to practice. So um, I think that's one thing in preparation that's changed me, but I think that was my first year to start and to be the sole starter. Um, so I think my preparation took another leap of film watching and not just, and it wasn't just like, oh, this is what we need to do as a linebacker to be able to be good. It's more of diving in, acting like I'm the defensive coordinator and saying, listen, like, what is their offensive coordinator going to call on this call with this formation? What has he used done in the past couple of years? What has he done in the past couple of games? So that's kind of how it changed in 2020. I, I carried that over to 2021. And I, I think that's a that's a number one reason why I was successful in both of those years is because of the way I prepared and the way I watched film. And I changed my mindset more of how can I play good more than and to change it to how can the whole team play good? Um, so it just helped us out. Uh, let me pose you this question. So you only have about two hours to only do one activity, uh, either watch some game film for your next opponent or uh, work out. Uh, which one are you choosing? Um, it honestly depends. It, I would like both of them, but I think watching game film for me, um, I think if I can, I can take a mental edge and be able to take a, take a part of their offense of what I can do to be able to help us win. Um, I think I would choose that just because that has so much more significance in it. Um, if you, if you're working out for two hours and you're, that's your, that's your 
only way to get better for that game, then it's not going to affect it as much as watching two hours of film because you can pick up something. If you watch two hours of film, you can find one thing and you end up locking in on it like a like the right guard's hand does this every time the pass it's a pass play or every time it's a power play like and you could find that within two hours and you could you could use that and you win the game just off that play. So um, I'd choose the film just because I know how significant it is to be able to win games. So in regards to the draft, you know, there's going to be, you know, multiple different, uh, you know, scout scouts, uh, multiple different coaches, GMs on a scale of one to ten. Um, how much does fit matter to you on the next level? When you're talking fit, do you think like defensive like formations and stuff? Yeah, uh, defensive fits, schemes. Uh, how much does fit matter to you? Yeah, um, honestly, if you would have asked me like three years ago before I ever started, I would have said it mattered a lot. Um, now, I've played, I've had five or four different defense coordinators. I've played five different defenses. Um, if they don't think I fit in their defense, then that's that's fine. I'm uh, that's them. They don't think I can fit. I I've learned many defenses and learned to be successful in those defenses. This last year, we ran a four-two-five. We ran a four-three. We ran a three-four, all in one game. So to be able to say that we have that, and honestly, it was Penn State. We did it our last game of the year. We ran a four-three with three linebackers. We ran a four-two-five with nickel, and then we ran a three-four. Um, so like we know how to run it all. I know how to do it. And I know how to be successful in it. Um, so. Um, the fit is more of what type of linebacker do you want as a body size, I bet. Um, but it's not, it's not going to be, do we think Grant Morgan can play a three, four? Um, it's going to be more of, we just don't want Grant Morgan. So I think it's going to be, they know I can play all three or any type of defense. It's going to be on who wants me. And uh, I'm excited to show that we, I can play all four, play whatever they want, four down, three down. So I'm excited to see it, but I don't think fit matters for me as much. It's more of whoever drafts me or whoever picks me up, I'm going to give them my all and, whatever defense they want me to play, I'll learn it and go as fast as I can and make sure like make an impact for the team. So, uh, you know, with the draft being a few months away now, uh, what are some things that uh, you're doing now in your downtime to uh, get ready for it? Yeah. A uh, lot of recovery. Um, we're doing, I'm, I'm training here in Tampa uh, with Cooper strength performance and uh, we're doing two, three days, two days, three days. So, um, in my downtime, it's very little, but in my downtime, it's, it's recovery stuff. Uh, like we literally just got back from the pool, um, doing a pool recovery workout. So, um, now it's just, um, I'm away. So I'm just talking to friends, talking to my wife, talking to everybody, my family. So it's cool to see, um, that I'm finally here doing the stuff that I dreamed about and dreamed about having a chance at the NFL. So, um, I'm still soaking it in, taking it one day at a time because that's all I can do. Um, so it's it's good experience. I'm glad I'm here doing it. Absolutely. And uh, one final question before uh, I let you go. Uh, so, what is the uh, number one quality that you want scouts, GMs, and coaches to know about Grant Morgan? Um, I'm going to give them my all. I won't give up, no matter how hard the task at hand gets. Um, I'm resilient. Uh, I don't back down. That's that's just that's who I am. I'm I'm blue collared. I work hard. I don't give up. That's literally what I am. Um, I'm super smart. I could go on. I want to. I want to be known for my knowledge and how hard I work. Um, that's the. That's what I want to be known for. So, I was a walk on. I earned a scholarship. I won the Burlesworth Trophy. Um, I was told many times I can't do it, and I love proving people wrong. So, um, I just like having a task at hand and making sure I can help a team and impact the way that, that I, they want me to. And I'll do it as fast as I can. So, that's what I want them to know. Absolutely. You, you you already was a captain in University of Arkansas. Hopefully you're a captain on the next level as well. All right, Grant, uh, once again, thanks to you for uh, taking the time to uh, do this interview. 
and uh, good luck in your training and uh, good luck in uh, April. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. It was good talking to you. If you want to check out this interview and others, check out our Spotify. Type in Inside the Hashes in the search bar. For all of the content on more on social media, on Facebook, we're Inside the Hashes. On Twitter, you're at Inside Hashes. And on Instagram, Inside the Hashes. For all of the content and more, check out www.insidethehashes.com. This has been Christopher Thomas, signing off.